It's Sunday, October 23rd, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. A surge in migration from Venezuela, Cuba, and Nicaragua in September brought the number of illegal crossings to the highest level ever recorded in a fiscal year, according to U.S. Customs and Border Patrol. The year-end numbers reflect deteriorating economic and political conditions in some countries, the relative strength of the U.S. economy, and uneven enforcement of Trump-era asylum restrictions. Migrants were stopped 227,547 times in September at the U.S. border with Mexico, the third highest month of Joe Biden's presidency. It was up 11.5% from 204,000 times in August and 18.5% from 192,000 times in September 2021. In the fiscal year that ended September 30th, Migrants were stopped 2.38 million times, up 37% from 1.73 million times the year before, according to figures released late Friday night. The annual total surpassed 2 million for the first time in August and is more than twice the highest level during Donald Trump's presidency in 2019. Nearly 78,000 migrants from Venezuela, Cuba, and Nicaragua were stopped in September, compared to about 58,000 from Mexico and three countries of northern Central America that have historically accounted for most of the flow. In other news, retired Chinese leader Hu Jintao, the 79-year-old predecessor to Xi Jinping, was the focus of a highly unusual stir at Saturday's closing session of the Communist Party's twice-a-decade Congress, making an unceremonious exit mid-proceedings. The departure of Mr. Hu appeared to illustrate how Mr. Xi's supremacy has been aided by a generational shift in power. Zhang Zemin, the 96-year-old who led the Communist Party from 1989 to 2002 didn't appear at all among the almost 2,300 delegates in the Great Hall of the People during neither the October 16th opening nor the October 22nd closing sessions of the Party Congress. Mr. Xi has set the stage to extend his rule into a second decade, and on Saturday the Communist Party announced new names for some top spots as some of his rivals head toward retirement. The Congress provides a rare vantage point to observe party elders, who have traditionally played a behind-the-scenes role in power maneuvering, as 69-year-old Mr. Xi breaks with recent precedent and positions himself to extend his rule. Around the world, Russia launched one of its most destructive attacks on Ukraine's critical infrastructure Saturday, using a fresh wave of cruise missile attacks to escalate its campaign to leave the country without power as winter approaches. Energy grid operator Ukrenergo said Saturday that more than 10 Ukrainian regions had power outages after an attack that the operator said might have caused more severe damage than a barrage last week, the largest since Russia's invasion in February. Ukrenergo said it would begin to limit the supply of electricity to homes in the capital of Kyiv and a number of regions as a result of the recent attacks to lower the pressure on the grid and give workers time to repair the damage. The company urged residents to reduce their electricity use. Its statement came on Saturday morning as missiles continued to fly toward targets in Ukraine and likely does not reflect the extent of coming power cuts across the country. And the lightning-fast race to replace Liz Truss as British Prime Minister got even wilder Saturday as former leader Boris Johnson jetted back to the UK amid speculation he will run to reclaim his former job. 
Johnson was ousted by a series of ethics scandals just three months ago, but boarded a flight back to London from his vacation in the Dominican Republic days after the dramatic resignation of his successor, Liz Truss. Former Deputy Prime Minister Dominic Robb said Saturday morning that it was difficult to see how Johnson could become Prime Minister again when he is absorbed and distracted by an ongoing inquiry into alleged parties at Downing Street while the rest of the country was observing COVID-19 lockdown rules. Even so, Johnson has the public backing of several other former cabinet colleagues, including former Home Secretary Preeti Patel who tweeted Saturday, Boris has the mandate to deliver our elected manifesto and a proven track record getting the big decisions right. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.